So women who are burnt out and they don't even have the mental space or capacity to figure out that solution or next step, we're really there to help them in getting that clarity and that confidence and give them that community to help them get there faster through their career transition. So anyone who's asking themselves that question of what comes next or has that feeling of misalignment in their career, that's really where we step in and help. You're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Embrace Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's conversation is with an old friend of mine, Jenny Hargraves. She is the founder of Talent. This is an organization that is supporting women in the workplace. And I would also say, just to make sure this is super clear, she's supporting women who work. So that could be entrepreneurs. It could be corporate. It could be all the things, right? And so she has built a beautiful program called the Propeller Experience. And I'm going to let her share with us all about the program. But just to give you guys the like inside scoop, Jenny and I go way back before either of us were entrepreneurs, we met when our kids were very young and we talked about the story in the episode, so we'll give it away. But <laughs> I have seen her grow as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as a friend and wife and all the things. This is a woman who is like dedicated to constantly bettering herself and those around her. And she's built a beautiful life for her family. I'm so excited for her in this kind of next chapter and phase that she's in. And I think that every woman should know about talent and the resources and conversations and coaching that they're offering over on their website and in their online communities. And so I'm really glad I could bring this conversation to you guys through the podcast. The best place to connect with talent and plug into these resources is by visiting we are talent.com. That's W E A R E T E L L E N T.com. Whether you are a coach or a freelancer, there's opportunities there. If you're an employer and you want to get better at your diversity, inclusion, and women in the workplace, maybe it's benefits or a specific strategy or an employer brand that aligns with what you're trying to achieve definitely reach out to Talent. They have a lot to offer there. They also have a very robust job board. And you can just go to their website and become a career insider and start learning about new job opportunities, training, events, and resources immediately just by joining their newsletter. I hope you guys do that. I believe that women need to have more conversation and more resources in order to be successful and find better, more sustainable solutions to work in general. <laughs> and so, you know, I want p- employers to hear about talent. I want professionals 
And I want coaches and freelancers and entrepreneurs to hear about it as well. Again, you can find all the places to reach out and connect with Jenny or tell it in the show notes. And thank you guys so much. If this episode resonates for you, I hope that you'll share it with somebody. I hope that you'll leave us a review. It means the world to me. And yeah, thanks in advance for being here. Welcome to the Embrace Simplified podcast, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You guys are really in for a treat with this episode because Jenny and I are able to be super professional, talk business and strategy, but also have a beautiful friendship. And she is an advocate for women in the workforce. And we're going to talk about all the beautiful things that her business does and what she's seeing in the workforce and what she's seeing for women right now in this new world of work. And so I'm really excited for this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm also super pumped about this conversation. All right. So for anybody who doesn't know you, can you introduce yourself and what you do and your beautiful business for us? My name is Jenny Hargreaves, as Christy said, and I am the founder of Talent. Talent is a diversity recruitment and social impact organization. What that means is that we think men and women should have equal opportunity to lead and earn throughout the course of their lifetime. So we help women find work that is truly worthy of them in what it pays them, in their values, and also how they want to work. And we do that through the Propeller experience and through our job board. Oh my gosh. Okay. Amazing. Little known fact, when talent was just like a tiny seed in Jenny's mind, we were both like feeding our large baby boys and our daughters were running around at a play place. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? We're sitting on <laughs> and we were like we were sitting on the, floor. on the floor. Yeah, we were like both in that like, what did we do? We have two children under two and we just like immediately bonded through our like, oh my God, I feel you moment. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was like a tiny seed for you that and like I've seen you like in the probably late nights in your basement to this like beautiful business that you've grown with this team and and now the propeller experience being such a critical part of that. So tell everybody what the propeller experience is. Sure. The propeller experience is a career accelerator and it helps women with the clarity they need to get out of their career, the confidence to achieve the results that they want to achieve and the community and network they need to get there faster. So it really is just this accelerator program that looks at your mindset, your skill set, and your network to really accelerate your career progress and get you the results that you want. Oh my gosh, I love that. I just yesterday, I was looking at this new feature on LinkedIn and it you can now actually like, you know, professionally articulate your break in your career if you returned home or if you were looking after kids or what have you. And do you find like most people coming into the Propeller experience are either like reinventing themselves in some way or coming back from a break or what kind of person is taking part in this program? Yeah, so we help women who are in career transition. So career transition, as you can imagine, can be very, very wide, a very large scope there. It's basically anyone who says, hmm, what comes next for me? When you have that feeling of misalignment in your current role, whatever your role is. So we have women who have had a career break and they're coming back to work. We have women leaving the corporate work and going into entrepreneurship. We have women who are currently working in an environment that doesn't fit them or serve them any longer and they're looking for something else. So when we say career transition, it really is that 
feeling of what comes next for me. As soon as you start asking yourself that question, oh, and burnout as well. So women who are burnt out and they don't even have the mental space or capacity to figure out that solution or next step, we're really there to help them in getting that clarity and that confidence and give them that community to help them get there faster through their career transition. So anyone who's asking themselves that question of what comes next or has that feeling of misalignment in their career, that's really where we step in and help. I love that. I love that you focus on the mindset piece too. So it's like everything you want in a career coach, but it, there's so much structure to the program and there's a community aspect. So it's more than just like finding somebody who can help you update your resume. It's so much more holistic. Oh my that. gosh. And do you know what? Honestly, when I've been, I founded Talent, like you said, when we were, had our babies on the floor. So I've been running Talent officially <laughs> for six years. And in all that time, speaking with women who are looking for, it started with flexible jobs. So in looking for, I need a flexible job, the flexible job was seen as a solution to whatever challenge they were going through at the moment. And what I learned over the course of the years that it was really about having clarity on what it is that you want in your life and your career and the self-belief that you can achieve what you want. And that to me is mindset. So in all the years of working with all the women, that mindset piece was really critical to helping women get there faster to whatever comes next. And I often liken this to walking out the front door, right? If you walk out the front door and you don't know where you're going, you kind of take two steps to the left, come back and you're like, not, nope, not over there. And you come back and then you're like, okay, well, I'll take two steps to the right. Nope, nope, come back. And that feeling of being stuck or not having, not being able to move forward with confidence is to me, one of the worst feelings of being stuck and not knowing what comes next. And if you know, if you can articulate or say, you know, I want to go to the bakery because I love the bakery. Let me tell you, sweet treats. Oh my gosh, that's all me. But if you can say, I want to go to the bakery, now at least you have a direction. You know, the bakery's kind of over there. But what the community does is really help you say, you might think there's just one path to get to the bakery. And I'm probably taking this analogy too far now. But what that community does is say, well, actually, did you know you can take a taxi to the bakery? Or there's a shortcut through the backyard? to the bakery or Sarah's going to the bakery. She goes every, every, every day. Why don't you catch a lift with her or ask her the, for the fastest way? So by having that community, it really opens up people's minds to what is possible. And I think that is the most beautiful thing about doing this in a group. And we have over 200 women who have gone through the program and come in the, in the networking community and come into our community. Don't come into our community. Use your own network, but by connecting with other people, the ideas that you can get is there. It's beautiful and it's amazing because all of a sudden what you didn't even know was possible seems possible. And that's really why we designed this program with that mindset piece at the very forefront. And then the confidence piece too, right? So if you know, if you're, you're like, okay, well, I want to go to the bakery, but you know, if I eat too many buns, you know, what happens when you eat too many buns or I don't have enough money to to go to the bakery, or I'm too old to walk to the bakery, or I'm too young to walk to the bakery, I don't have the right experience, or like all those things come up. But if you believe you can get to the bakery, you know, you're going to get there and you're going to nail it. So that's the mindset. That's the, the beautiful trifecta of what we've created here. And that is through speaking to hundreds of women over the six years was the mindset, which is that clarity, that clarity piece, the skill set, which is that confident piece. And then the network, which really is that community piece. Mm, yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. And the bakery being the <laughs> ultimate career spot, right? The like company that's aligned, the 
the flexibility and the balance and all the things, right? It's like the business like jackpot. You know, what's interesting is if anybody is ever like a new entrepreneur or they're considering like walking away from something, one of the things that I constantly tell them now, and I can't remember who it was that suggested this to me, but getting them to update their resume is like one of the things that I, that I'm like really encourage them to do because so often we don't even realize like what our strengths and inexperience and things are. But the number one thing that you need when you're making a leap in your career or into business is the mindset. 100%. Really, really is. So I just, I love that. And I love that there's 200 people that now have not gone through it. So one of the things that talent's always been very focused on is like research and information and like trends in the workforce and things like that. Do you still work with companies? Like if there was somebody listening who is senior level in their career and they want to access your resources for their entire company, do you still do that? Yeah. So we have a business to consumer room where we help women, but we also have a business to business arm where we work with companies. So our specialty really is we're bridges in everything we do. We build bridges. We help women build bridges into new careers new jobs, new opportunities, but we also help companies bridge into accessing this talent pool as well. And we do that through a couple of ways. We do that through our champion employer membership, which is really about helping connect these amazing companies because there's so many amazing companies out there right now who aren't telling their stories. So we're helping them tell their stories in a way that really resonates with professional women. One of the things that we've noticed throughout the pandemic is there's a lot of distrust in the marketplace from candidates where we've been, we've, we've had the, the runaround from companies over the last two years and we've been through the trenches. All of us have. Let's be honest, right? And some companies did really well and some companies didn't do really well in how they treated their, their people throughout this period over the last couple of years. So we're working with them and saying, you know, a job description isn't going to sell your opportunity. A careers, a static careers page isn't going to sell your opportunity to women because what they're looking for is not just words. They want beyond words. They want to know that you're going to do what you say you're going to do and what you're promising to do. So we're working with these amazing companies who I find they're they're really hard to find and identify because they're not always the big companies that you might think. You know, we hear about Hootsuite being a great place. You hear about Pinterest being an okay place. You hear about all these other organizations that are Etsy's one I was thinking of, which is a great place to work for women. You hear about all the big brands, but what about the little brands who are doing things differently and really shaking things up and trying new things? right? How can we tell the stories and connect and build that bridge to talent for women and for companies? So we're doing that through telling their stories. So that's how we help. We also have an education series that goes with that as well. We are not diversity and inclusion consultants or strategists. We're bridges. So we work with other women-owned businesses to help organizations really set themselves up for success on inclusion, which is very exciting. And if anyone does want to know more about some of the great partnerships we have, I'm happy to make recommendations or if anyone just wants to pick my brain on how they can start to really move the needle internally, I'm always open to having conversations around that. Mm, I love that. You know, one of the things that I've seen talked about a lot online lately is salary transparency and how that's impacting women. Do you have any any thoughts? Do you have an opinion on this or... You know, one of the one of the ways that it came up recently was I saw a diversity and inclusion role that and I thought of somebody for it. I sent them the job details and the first thing they responded back was, why is there no salary information on this posting? 
And the hiring manager got back to us within about 15 minutes and had a beautiful explanation of why this is a very great example of the work that he knows that needs to be done in the organization and that he would share that with anybody that asked him, but that he was, you know, HR was not supporting him in his request to share that information. And so, yeah, it was a beautiful like exchange where he said all the right things and he was very aware of the issue, but we've seen some pretty large companies taking some online, what do you call it when you're just like online slack? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like slack. That's and, weird, yeah. And you're like, oh, where it's like, there's not an alignment between the, what they say are their core values. And then the fact that there's no transparency. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to know if there's any thoughts you have. Absolutely. Pay transparency is critical for helping women ad- advance. We've heard the stats. I'm sure many people have heard the statistics about starting salaries and women don't often negotiate right off the, the get-go. They usually take what they're offered versus men will come in and negotiate more. So when you have that pay transparency, you're setting women up for success right away when they know what that salary band is. And it, it cuts a waste in everybody's time if you put it out there as well, right? So just from like a yeah. human perspective, putting the, the pay transparency, having that is so helpful for knowing if this role is a good fit or if it's in alignment with where you want to go. But yes, for women, it's absolutely beneficial. My slight concern with it is the mindset piece as well. And if women feel like it's too high, they're not qualified. So that would be the only other thing I have to say about maybe a risk of putting the pay transparency on everything is, and we posted about this the other day on our Instagram, right? Is put a number out as a starting salary and the reaction was a gasp. And she said, oh, is that too low? And she's like, oh yes, of course it's too low. But actually it was too high. It was higher than what she was expecting. And she immediately thought, oh, I'm not qualified for that, right? So I think that, mm-hmm. I think that there's room to, I think it's absolutely important. And I think as we work on our own mindsets about about what we're worthy of, we'll see that gap close as well. And we will go after the higher paying jobs for sure. I've worked with a lot of, bigger companies on the pay transparency piece too. And it's like steering the Titanic. This is the challenge with some of the bigger companies is that it's going to take time. So as you said, with your exchange, like absolutely it is happening and you need people internally to advocate for it, but it's going to take time. So I've seen a lot of smaller Mm -hmm. companies and mid-sized companies and agile companies, like all these companies who are embracing some of the other benefits of inclusion. And I've seen them move quickly with pay transparency, but yeah, with the bigger organizations, it is, it is going to take time. Yeah. Okay. We want to know what else you're seeing, because I know you're very connected into even just the women that are coming through propeller experience, but obviously we are in a really unique time. I've heard it called the great resignation, the she session, the great reshuffle. I think this week I heard the great reflection. (laughs) I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, Oh, wow. The reality is in Canada alone, I think the number was like half a million women left the workforce because of the pandemic and caring for children. But but now we are in a different place. And I would love to know what you're noticing and what you're seeing, because I I want the women that are listening to feel really seen and in what they've been experiencing. So. Okay. Well, all of the above, all those words you said, (laughs) I have also been hearing and seeing. So the great resignation, the great reflection, you know, the women coming through our community are all part of that. So we see a lot of women who are actually quite burnt out doing what they're doing. They've been holding on through the course of the pandemic, managing work, managing the anxiety that comes with 
global health pandemic, some managing child care or elder care or partner care. So there's been this huge amount of pressure building over the course of the two years and women are tired. So the number of women who are burning out is huge who are coming through our program. And we're working with them to kind of create space to think about what is it that I actually want? What do I need right now? Because we can't think creatively. We can't solve problems if we don't have that white space or that mental capacity to think creatively. So we found that women who are burning out, we have a a great group of women who are supporting each other through this. Many have taken a leave of absence. Some have cut back on their hours and some have just managed their own kind of boundaries a little bit better at work to give them that space to think creatively about what comes next. So from women in the workforce, we are seeing that burnout and that mental health, that mental health piece. Oh my gosh. If anyone wants to talk about mental health, again, I'm happy to have a conversation or a chat because it's been a hard two years. And we have a lot of women in our program and in our community who have gone through challenges with anxiety mostly, and getting that clarity and confidence in what comes next. So I'm always happy to chat about that on the burnout piece and myself included. So I'll put that in there as well in terms of burning out and how do you manage that when you have a family and your own business. The other thing I've been noticing are women are coming back into the workforce. They're starting to get curious about what comes next. And this kind of is in line with the great reflection as well. And I think, you know, when So there's two kind of two audiences here, women who left earlier on in the pandemic and women who are looking to leave right now and thinking about what comes next with the great reflection. So if you're thinking about you're running on a treadmill, this is kind of what we were doing in our careers pre-COVID. You know, you're just you're running and you've got goals and you've got this and you've got that and not everything's up there and you're you're good. And then the pandemic was that big red emergency stop button, right, where all of a sudden we were all just forced to stop. And we looked around and we're like, oh, what? how did I get here? Right? What? Mm-hmm. How did I get here? Is, is this actually where I want to be? Right? <laughs> yeah. Is this what I want to spend my yeah. money on? Look, I can, I can live life in a different way and it works. Right? For some women, it was child, they lost all their childcare and they homeschooled their kids. But then when the kids went back to school, they didn't rehire their nanny because they were like, oh, actually we learned I can actually pick the kids up because I'm working from home. And it's really nice because on the walk to and from school now, I get to talk to them and learn about their days and what a gift that was. And I don't have to go back to the way I was doing things before. I like working from home, right? Some people moved. I'm one of them. I moved two hours north of the city. My husband said he could never, ever work from home. Now we, we move up. We've moved up here because we realized, why are we living in Toronto? Is this what we, where we want to be living? So people earlier on in the pandemic made a decision to step back and took that time to, you know, look after children or look after their health or do what they needed to do during the pandemic and do what was best for themselves and their families. But I'm also seeing that happen now too. So as we are opening up again, and we're Mm -hmm. feeling a bit more secure in our career in that there are opportunities out there, because let's face it, at the beginning of the pandemic, no one was hiring. Right. We had to hold on to our jobs to make sure that we had the coverage that we needed, had money coming in. We had to prioritize whatever we were doing. But now these opportunities have opened up. Everybody's hiring like you can hear, like you hear all the time. We just can't get the talent in the door. But the talent is now saying, "Hmm, right now I have an opportunity to pause. Is this where I want to be working? Is this organization supporting me how I want to be supported? 
am I able to keep doing those things that I got to do while the pandemic was on, like skiing in the afternoon or going for a run at lunchtime or taking more learning opportunities? So can I do that here? And they're starting to say, okay, well, if I can't do it here, where can I do it? Because one of the things that COVID did was it really catapulted institutional mindsets around the future of work into the future, right? So it shifted (laughs) mindsets so fast, but not just around how you work in terms of flexibility, but also around mental health and wellness, because all of a sudden your workers became people. And so organizations, so there's opportunities now out there. These organizations had to change and had to happen fast. And then organizations who were starting from scratch had to build like this in the first place. So now there's so many more opportunities for companies who have great flexibility, who could be 100% remote, who have health and wellness plans, who prioritize their people and treat them like humans, who have a values alignment in terms of their employees' sustainability groups, right? And social responsibility. So now the opportunities that might not have been easy to identify before are more easily accessible and identifiable. So that great reflection piece is 100% there and opportunities are bountiful. So women have kind of really said, hmm, what's next for me? So there's that transition piece again, where you're saying something here feels out of alignment, right? I feel like I've got that creative space now. Things have calmed down. My nervous system is starting to relax a little bit and I can start thinking about what comes next for me. And I don't know if it's this corporate job right? Maybe it is Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Maybe it's working remotely. Maybe it's, I've been talking to a number of women who are taking their kids out of school or moving to a different country for a year because they can now. Because before what seemed impossible is not possible and people all around them are doing it. So I've definitely seen women leaving as the pandemic has rolled on, but also really doing this, this reflection of what is it that I want right now? So we see a lot of that, whether women are looking to re-enter the workforce or whether they're in a role looking to move to something else. And that comes along with the burnout piece, but the burnout piece, we just really need to help them create space for themselves first before you can get to that creative space of of what do I want come next. But but yeah, that's what I've seen on the candidate and the talent side. And then on the employer side, what I've seen again is, is, you know, I mentioned this shift to flexible work and that the focus on health and wellness. The other thing I've noticed in talking to a lot of organizations is there is this drive. Now, it is like steering the Titanic, as I said, but you have way more champions than ever before internally with these corporate organizations. And a lot of the organizations are saying to us, you know, pre-pandemic, we said, we said this was really important and we've been saying it for long enough. Now we know and recognize we have to do it's time to do. Saying isn't enough. We want to know how we can move the needle and measure results because saying isn't good enough anymore. So that to me has been really inspirational. So that's been really neat. So the other thing I've been seeing is a lot of women leaving corporate and going into entrepreneurship. And when I say entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship can be anything from one of the women in our community is launching a cheese shop. So it can be like that product-based company where you're making something and selling something you're passionate about. But we also see a lot of women moving into entrepreneurship in terms of consulting and freelancing because the other thing the pandemic did was created more opportunity for the freelance and gig economy and for people to really lean into that as they need to manage their teams and stay agile and manage costs. So we've seen a lot of women really taking advantage of 
the freelance and gig economy. You know what? I love that. I love, there's so much there that you said, and my mind's going crazy with questions that I could ask as I'm hearing you speak. But I really love what you said about needing white space. And as women, we have naturally been taking care of people. And because of the pandemic, there is a lot more that's been happening, a lot more that's been needed of us. And now we're burnt out. Yeah. And unless we get back to some ability to hold space for creativity, the innovation is not going to flow. And we need it. We need that innovation as we evolve and as we come out and through this this pandemic. Absolutely. So I, it's really interesting how it's all connected. And I want to dig deeper into more personal questions. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause here. Yeah. Thank you to Jenny for joining us today. And we're going to bring her back for next week's episode. And I am going to talk with her about re-inspiring herself, asking herself hard questions about the business and about what she's doing with her time through the pandemic, how she navigated that because I know a lot of us were put in positions where we need to question where our time was going, what she did to take care of her mental health, some hard choices that she made, and yeah, where her inspiration is coming from as she steps into this next chapter. She's moved out of the city. She's got some fun, creative projects going on personally, and then also growing her business talent. So we're pausing here. Tune in next week. We're going to go even deeper in this conversation with Jenny, the founder of Talent. Thank you again for being here. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life.